0: Hello everybody and welcome back to our podcast. This is Klaus and Lothar and today we have a very important one because a lot of people always say well this alternative cancer therapies there can't be any good because otherwise there would be some scientific studies and proof and there aren't any. So therefore the conclusion is they are not effective. Lothar, hello and What do you think about that statement?
1: Hi, Klaus. Yeah, well, studies, you know, this is a thing we could talk hours about. But um, let's focus on on, on the main thing here. Klaus, think about If you are a cancer patient and you talk with your doctor about a cancer therapy, what are the most interesting points for you? I'm sure, like for everybody, first, you want to know (coughs) if this treatment helps you in comparison when you do nothing. Of course, this is a normal question. The second important question for you is whether there is maybe another possible better treatment. And of course, it doesn't matter whether this is a conventional or an alternative treatment. And mainly the third question will be, what are the side effects of this treatment? But now let's have a look closer to to studies in oncology. Um, over the last yeah, at least 50, 60 years, thousands, really thousands of studies have been conducted. Billions and trillions of dollars have been spent on, on studies for decades now. And, and, and most patients think that doctors who prescribed them all these therapies, they will also know if they can help you or not. But, close is it really like that? I tell you something. Um, Let's take a look at the most important question first. Um, Whether this treatment helps you in comparison to when you do nothing. We we all know that the so-called gold standard of studies is the so-called randomized double blind study. But did you know that this standard is not applied in oncology? You will not believe it. If you want to know if a treatment helps you or not, You need a study with two groups of people. One group, of course, that receives the therapy, and one group that does not receive this therapy. And precisely these studies, which are common in all other faculties of medicine, do not exist in oncology. This is very, very important. These studies are not existing in oncology. And why? Why they are not existing? Because it is impossible to give one group chemotherapy and the other group gets just a placebo. Because, of course, you know exactly after one day when they get uh, the group who gets the chemotherapy, they have uh, serious problems. Uh, So after one day, you know which group gets what, and so it is not a double-blind study anymore. So one would... Uh, um, one would have to use so-called active placebos. You know, active placebos um, are placebos which create similar side effects. But that no pharma company would accept. And why not? Because then it could also come out, for example, that a certain chemotherapy would maybe not better work than doing nothing. So think about The really interesting thing here is that the main question for any cancer patient was never answered in one single study in oncology. This is uh, comparable to the fact that, uh, for example, uh, that a car magazine would always compare only two old cars and never look at a new BMW, Porsche, or Mercedes as a comparison car. But what does it actually mean for a cancer patient now? First of all, if a patient is offered a therapy and the doctor then throws around with some great numbers, we all know closely, they, 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 this is a usual thing they're always doing. But then you always have to ask, and now comes the very important sentence, in comparison to what? Compared to another conventional therapy? Compared to doing nothing? Or even compared to an alternative therapy? Think about it. If I always compare McDonald's to Burger King, then I always eat only hamburger and I have no idea of real good food. It's uh, also ridiculous when I hear over and over again that alternative therapies do not have good studies. But how, how shall this possible? No university in the so-called Western world would ever permit such studies. This is like when I say to you, Klaus, your food you just cooked, oh, this tastes terrible, but I never tried it. Fact is that conventional medicine is always saying they have these great randomized double-blind studies, but in fact, they do not have any meaningful numbers at all. The only question that conventional doctors can answer is just whether chemotherapy A or B or chemotherapy C is better. But come on, who wants to know this? A cancer patient? No. This is not important for a cancer patient. So uh, to summarize this, if you read next times somewhere how good or how bad is, uh, is a therapy, then please remember my words that the most important question is always compared with what? And this clause is the problem here, you know, um, there are no Really good studies out. They have, I'm sure, 10,000 or 100,000. I have no idea how many conventional studies out. But you know what they never answer. The only question um, what uh, a cancer patient wants to answer. And the question is, is this therapy better than doing nothing?
0: That is, I think, the key point. What you discovered looking at a lot of those research papers and, and, and uh, studies that were done, and I think everybody else can do it themselves. You just type in your know, cancer studies and you can read through the studies. There, There is indeed the following re- realization. There's really, I think the ones I've read at least, there's only a comparison between a chemotherapy and a radiation operation and uh, a mix of, of those. And never ever is there a comparison not doing anything. There's none of those, there's the first one. And there is no comparison versus an alternative therapy. And I think it has to do with the ethics, ethics commission, that they basically made a decision that it is unethical to use a placebo or something else since we all know that only a chemo is working, so therefore it cannot be taken away from somebody. Is that is that a logic?
1: Klaus, think about how crazy this kind of logic is. It, it what they you, you mentioned the right word, you know. Um, you know it's ethical to to do a chemotherapy, which is a, a terrible poison, you know. It is so let me say it that way. It is absolutely okay to poison somebody and nearly bring him to death, this is okay. But to give somebody a placebo is not okay in oncology. Come on, I only can say, and I really get upset on this point here, you know, this is a joke, close This is really a joke. I, I, I don't know how, how better I can say it, yeah.
0: I think especially because placebo studies is, is the norm. If you look at any painkiller, arthritis medication, blood pressure medication, they all use placebo. All of them. This is a, a, a typical thing, and and the shocking thing is really strangely enough not in oncology, which is very very weird from an outside point, and and it makes you a little bit concerned and worried if you, if you if you read that and become aware of that. So the studies are first of all not, in, especially in oncology, we have to say they're not following this whole logic of um, double blind. Uh, they don't do that. And secondly, um, I think another issue with with and we have to address that is the idea of costs. If we look at a study that needs to be done so that it has it gets approval, I believe it needs a certain number of patients that need to be in that group. They have to be similar, I believe, in age and uh, type of cancer. And then you have to observe them, I believe, over a very long period of time. So, that whole cost issue is dramatic as well. And therefore, uh, and and you can say something to this as well, I believe there are only five, six, maybe ten companies worldwide only able to put that money on the table. And they obviously want, at the end, a patent that gives them protection for whatever they discover for the next year so that nobody else can use that technology. And therefore, all already by design, all the other ones are excluded from studies.
1: We don't like it, and uh, but we can't close the eyes here and, and say, just because we don't like it, um, um, we don't want to see it. But Klaus Medicine, and especially oncology, we're speaking about one word here, and the word is money. You know, it's a, it's a billion dollar business. I don't want to make the mistake now and say, oh, all the pharma companies are so bad and all the doctors are bad. Oh, we all know, no, 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 no. You know, they are not bad people. The only thing they want to do is they want to make money. And um, the only thing I, where I would go against uh, pharma companies is, um, is not that they do it. They're a good job. You know, this is, this is what they g- get paid for. Um, no, the only thing is um, where I'm complaining is why you don't invest money in some other things, you know, they, they could invest uh, uh, more money, let me say, in space special um, um, vitamin high dosage uh, therapies or something. And, and also they can, could patent it. But, you know, it's quite easier to do some new antibodies, to do some, well, I wanted to say new chemotherapy, but this is not true because there are no chemotherapies. Do you know, Klaus, that for years we don't have any kind of new chemotherapies, only so-called new antibody um, um, uh, therapies. So anyway... Um, we can't forget that we're speaking about a lot of money here. And you know what the normal patient, let me say, is not understanding. If he goes to a doctor, and, and most doctors are very great people, and so he can't understand the system behind. He can't understand that this, let me say, Dr. Miller, this nice person who is sitting on the other side of the desk, that he is maybe recommending him something or is making a decision what is the best therapy for him based not on the best what is best for him, but based what is the best for the hospital, what is the best for his banking account, what is the best for and so on for his ego satisfaction, what is the best for and so on and so on. So um, most people I think they just don't understand because they trust doctors. And, uh, this, this is okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the last person who is saying you should not trust a doctor, but we also can't close our eyes and saying, Oh, this is not true. No, no. A doctor only, only makes his decision because he wants to have the best therapy for you. Come on. We all know this is not reality.
0: I agree with you. The issue is really the chicken and egg thing. On the one hand, the world out there says, if it would work, you would have some some studies. On the other hand, it is almost legally, from an ethics point, not possible. And secondly, from a financial point, it is literally not possible. So, so how 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 can it be solved, Lothar? What what is your view on this one? We know that there are observational studies. We know that there are single reports of people that applied alternative therapies and they got healed. And if you go to YouTube, there are many people telling the stories of healing. But then again, the question comes up: What about scientific studies? Is there ever a solution to this? How can we? How how can it be solved? Maybe. Is that, do you any? Do we have any thoughts on that?
1: Well, <laughs> I would say there may be two ways. The first way is, uh, of course, who, who is making the laws? Uh, that's politicians. And uh, when you look to politicians, it doesn't matter in, in which country, I, I, I don't see a chance that this will change. This is reality, you know. Um, I, I don't see that this way, my, my so-called way number one, this, this will never work because uh, politicians are, ch- this is the problem of democracy, you know. In democracy, you can buy politicians. And as long as this system is working, you know, that uh, companies can give money to parties and to politicians, as long this system is working, that there, there is impossible to change here. Um, so, but we don't have to give up totally. You know, what we have today is the internet. So this is the good thing with the internet. We have some, let me say, a little bit free TV stations, a little bit free radio stations, a little bit free uh, magazines. Uh, Not not, not the big players, of course. It's all all, uh, very small players. But anyway, we have especially systems like Facebook today, social networks. And there we can talk about this. Like like we do today, you know our podcast should should be i don't know on 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 some main media, but it will never happen you know so but more and more people are understanding the conventional therapies are not enough. You know what happens in the last years? More and more people they know somebody who got chemotherapy and died. This is the truth, you know when 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 you look to your family nearly everybody knows one person in the family they got the so-called best therapies and died. So something is wrong. The people are understanding this more and more and the people are understanding more and more. No, this can't be the way but unfortunately we have all these politicians and they get money uh, to doing that kind of laws and so from that point we can't do it so the only thing we can do is what you and and I are doing you know Um, we just tell the people who are interested in this this is the solution this is what you can do this is what you have to do when you want to become healthy and now it's your choice it's your decision do you believe the the normal TV stations, or you do believe people like you and me. I think that, that that's the two ways, yeah. But there is no no easy solution here for sure.
0: This is exactly why we do the podcast, Lothar. We want to bring awareness so that the people who are interested, they have a look at the studies, they look at it maybe differently now, read through the studies and see if there was ever a placebo or with what it was compared. And thereby understanding that there is truly a strange thing going on in oncology, especially. And secondly, it needs that exact energy of the people who kind of say no to certain things that will bring change to the system. So let's continue, Lota, with our education and sharing our experience and awareness. And we're hoping that more and more people are interested in it. It is just that awareness, it can already make a big difference. So today we talked hopefully a little bit about uh, why scientific studies is a very odd thing, especially in oncology. And in the next podcast, we're gonna look at the question, is the body able to reverse cancer naturally? Is that really happening, is that possible? A very important question. So thank you Lothar very much for today. Thank you again for listening in. We appreciate very much your interest and please continue sending us your question and input. We love it very much. It's bye from Klaus.
1: And bye-bye from Lothar.